everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today. This is one of our bonus podcasts where we are talking again for the second year in a row with Executive Vice President and General Manager of Up TV Network. We're talking with Amy Winter today. And Amy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yes. So we had you on last year, which was so much fun. So I guess we can kind of catch up a little bit. How has your, how has your year been? It's been great. And, uh, you know, Christmas around here is uh, pretty much 365 days a year. We're not airing them. We're reading them and looking through them and planning and all that stuff. So since I last talked to you, I still have been full on Christmas season. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, all year long. It's uh, sometimes we feel that way as far as the podcast uh, as well, because there's just seems to be always something Christmas related to cover. So it's, it's, good way to keep the Christmas spirit all year long. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, very cool. Uh, how did you feel about last year about how everything turned out and the, the slate and everything? Oh, I really loved it. I, I and, um, and it was sort of the blueprint for um, some of, you know, what we did and what we do every year where we try to make sure that we bring a range of emotions and a range of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, last year was a lot of fun with everything from um, Christmas switch where, you know, two busy stressed out moms. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun to, you know, um, to the more powerful and meaningful ones. I think that house on Holly Lane um, was yeah. a, a terrific one. And, uh, and so, yeah, we really um, we're excited for now 10 this year, which is um, our, a new record for us um, and giving everybody, uh, you know, something special and each, yeah individual one well yes so i really did like christmas switch i thought it was very funny and uh, i think that it's an interesting dynamic sort of that the contrast between the two women and getting to kind of understand the the uh, the career woman uh, versus the kind of frazzled uh, frazzled mom you know that kind of the the, the, the sometimes those groups can be kind of addy each other's throats and so to get experience each other's lives was really i really liked that one and then christmas at holly lane was one of my favorite non-hallmark christmas movies uh, last year but both both amy and i in our coverage we both agreed that it almost felt like a pilot to a sh- to a, a series <laughs> we're like we'd watch that show we really would <laughs> That is so funny that you say that because actually that concept started out as a pilot for us. And we thought that absolutely like we would pick up their lives and continue that. Um, We ultimately ended up making it a Christmas movie, but it's really amazing that you guys picked picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was just so different than anything else that we saw that year because because we we got to interview Giles Panton last year and and he was in so many Christmas movies and then all of a sudden he's this philanderer we were like oh my gosh what (laughs) (laughs) we were shocked I mean just just but in a good way it was it it was it was I really enjoyed that one that was that was a good good yeah a great cast in that as well Mm -hmm. yeah Well, very good. So this year, you are having uh, 10 uh, new movies for the holidays, which I think you had seven or eight last year. Yep. 
Yep. It's a, it's a new record for us. Yeah. Way to go. That's awesome. And you have the Gilmore girls marathon, uh, also. We do, we do. And, uh, we recently had, um, Scott Patterson come down to do a event for us, um, in support of Gilmore girls and, um, and Gilmore the merrier and, 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 uh, work on some stuff for the, the mm -hmm. upcoming event. And what was fascinating was we did what we thought would be, you know, a, a nice little pop-up and, and hundreds of people waited for hours outside in the blazing Atlanta heat mm -hmm. uh, to come and meet him. And he was so kind and considerate and stayed and shook hands and took photos and signed autographs with every single one of them. I think he was really touched by um, the response. Uh, and I think that the fans were really um, excited that he was everything that they thought he would be. Mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, more to come. We've got, we, we taped a whole bunch of fun little nuggets to go along with the, that event this year. Mm. And when's that going to be? Um, it is kicking off uh, Sunday, November 24th, prior to Thanksgiving. It runs all Thanksgiving uh, long and then um, culminates on the Sunday of Thanksgiving evening and runs right into a, a Christmas movie premiere uh, of a movie that I think if you liked uh, Christmas on Holly Lane, you're going to love Christmas Chalet. Um, yeah, which is great. We, we, we particularly programmed that movie on that night because we, we feel like the, the Gilmore audience will really love that storyline. It's a multi-generational, um, you know, three women in, in a family who are going through some, some stuff and um, and then they they are accidentally um, booked into a cabin with a uh, a writer who needs to finish the book and uh, and obviously I think maybe a little bit of romance ensues but um, but there's a lot going on with that family as well so uh, felt like it was a perfect fit for for our Gilmore audience yeah this is do you think that's part of the reason why Gilmore Girls has such a lasting kind of impact on people is because of those multiple generations? I think so. I mean, you talk to any of the Gilmore um, audience and the way that they adore um, Emily Bishop and, yeah. um, you know, who, who can't relate to that? Well, well I mean, not everybody she, has a mother like that, but everybody can understand, you know, what, what Lorelai feels uh, when, uh, when she's dealing with her and, uh, and yeah, I think that that's just, those relationships were just as much explored as the romantic elements um, within that series. Well, it's no, I don't know, it's maybe, maybe it is a point of disagreement, but I think it's widely, like, post-show, I think a lot of people have come around to the fact that, uh, that Elm, Emily Gilmore, that Kelly Bishop is the best character of the show. In my, in my opinion it's not even close like she she's i think she changes the most i think that she's the funniest and i think that uh i don't know she's just the most interesting character uh, I, of the show absolutely and thank you for correcting me on the name i often do that i switch between character names yeah. <laughs> i don't know what my problem is but i agree with you i mean she's just got and it's such a fun fun um character for her um in fact we uh we recently um did a movie with her um and she uh and as soon as she was cast the writers went through the, the script again um and shifted a whole bunch of it because of her abilities um as an actress to really really dig into a role and make it make it meaningful so it was a lot of fun um uh, yeah. she was 
movie for us called um, Art of Falling in Love. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yes, yeah, so good. I think since we talked last, we've actually been expanding our non-Christmas movie pipeline quite a bit as well. So it's been fun to see familiar faces there. Yeah, I liked that one. I, it was cute. And I don't know, she's just, it's a, it's a great character because you judge her the minute that you first meet her, that mm-hmm. she's going to be just this, I don't know, just this shrill, uh, judgmental person. And so it's, and then you realize that she there's just so much more to her it just allows because you have that initial judgment it allows the character to grow so much more which i don't think that lorelei uh grows in that same way she's basically basically the same at the end of the series as she was at the beginning with a little bit of her but i think the difference between when you first meet emily to the end is very different and so i think that's what makes her good I think you're absolutely right. I think that's what I struggle with with a lot of series that um, I try to watch these days in that, um, one, I want to have somebody that I want to root for, but it's really hard when somebody's 100% perfect all the time. Like here's, and and you feel like it's like, here's the good character and here are all the bad characters and ever develops. Uh, or changes. That's why we're, I feel like Game of Thrones was so amazing because when you think about like how Cersei started, you, you thought one way about her and then by the end you thought another way and then by the very, very end you thought, okay, wait a minute, you're trying to make her human again. Um, and and the, the ebb and flow and the changes, that's, that to me is great writing. Um, and, I, and, and with a lot of the shows that I'm watching these days, you know, I feel like what Up is trying to do is is have that character development, but have it in 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 a positive way and and allow people to to shift and grow. So much storytelling right now. I feel like um, you know I'll go into a series or I'll um, I'll go into a movie and I, I can't find anybody to root for and nobody changes and um, and I find I don't stick with those programs because I'm like gosh I. I never really realized it was instinctually that that that's what I'm seeking is that is who's who's the person I'm backing and if I can't find that then I don't want to continue. I think that if it doesn't have that kind of growth it needs to be you ha- you have to have really good chemistry and mm-hmm. it can work or it has to be really funny and i think those are the only two sort of exceptions and then i can just be fine with a super sort of trope filled movie but uh but i don't know if it's if it has it it just makes it better the more character growth you can have it's it's just going to be better and and uh, so yeah i was going to ask like what do you think that the up uh because obviously there's so many Christmas movies coming out this year. And what do you think that you guys have to offer that's different than maybe some of the other networks and some other stuff going on? Well, on that point about depth and growth, I would mention uh, Rock and Roll Christmas, mm-hmm. which stars uh, Beverly Mitchell and um, Catherine Mary Stewart. Um, as a um, mother and daughter, they were really big um, music um uh, duo and had a huge falling out and they haven't spoken for years. They broke up and they haven't spoken for years. They come back together um, and some, something happens and, and they, do, they do perform a song at a small festival and the recording goes viral. Um, so they're asked to, to work together again and, and that is 
movie is primarily about repairing their relationship and um, and Catherine Mary Stewart really beginning a relationship with her granddaughter. Um, obviously, there's romance in there. There's going to be a romance in every single one of them. Um, sure. But but I think that you know this is where we again like really try to find something meaningful and something that really brings a sense of family around the season. Um, so that's a great one. And then on the flip side, absolute pure fun is uh, we're kicking off the season with Christmas movie Christmas. Yeah. Which is um, just a delight and so meta um, with these two sisters, one who is a huge Christmas fan, one who could give her, you know, leave it, yeah. uh, who, get, who get trapped in a Christmas movie and, and what ensues. I am so hyped for this movie. I think it looks hilarious. And uh, I, because I loved it last year on Lifetime, they had a movie called Christmas Perfection, where a girl gets, uh, she wakes up inside her Christmas village, her Irish Christmas village. And I thought it was so funny. And so this is, I feel like it's kind of, has that potential to be this year's Christmas perfection is my hope that it, it just, I love that idea of kind of waking up in an altered dimension and, and the, the, what Christmas perfection did really well last year was that she had, she has to kind of realize that her idea of perfection is, is, is a lie, is a fraud, you know, is not what she, uh, that that the imperfections is what makes things memorable and 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 worthwhile and uh so i i don't know i'm definitely when i saw this i was like oh yes this looks really funny to me i actually am familiar with um christmas perfection too so um yeah um and i totally see where where there um there are some similarities i by the way this movie is hysterical it's really funny and it was excited when i when when i got i got a paragraph um about it and immediately you can see it in your head and then the script came in and did not disappoint and what's what's interesting is that it was written by um a real life couple who star in the movie as well oh. uh, grant doherty and now uh kim doherty who was a uh, kim hildago prior to um Mm-hmm. filming and uh oh, i didn't realize they wrote it That's yes yes so she plays the jaded sister and uh and he is her romantic interest that um we we find along the way but it is it is so hysterically funny the um the woman who plays the grandmother in there like she's a scene stealer for sure mm-hmm. um but uh but i actually watched it again just for fun yesterday uh, while I was doing some stuff, because I just get it, I, I get a real kick out of it. It's the perfect movie to kick off our season. Oh, I'm excited about it. I think it looks really good, and I don't know. I just I like that whole uh, dynamic, and and I love the you know the workplace comedies and the other stuff that we see. Uh, but it's just nice when something goes like a little bit bonkers. It's a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just it's refreshing so i i I, i'm excited about that one so then we have uh, the next one is uh christmas with a prince becoming royals this is our sequel to last year's christmas with a prince yes which was our highest rated um christmas oh really last year yes and um and we just loved uh the the actors in in this uh movie felt like there was a lot more story to to be done also there's the perfect Christmas mix is Christmas and anything Royal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we, 
can all imagine what that's going to look like, right? So, um, so our uh, our great um, leads are back, Caitlin and Nick, and Charles Shaughnessy um, is back in a, in an even uh, larger role this time. Oh, that's good and, news. Yeah, yeah, and it's it is um, it's really a great story. Um, uh, they're we think they're going to get married, but there's a little bit of a challenge along the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, a, a little bit of a um, Harry and Megan thing going on, you know, she's a commoner and are they going to accept her? And, uh, and there's a lot going on with this country. So um, it's very exciting. And that the first one um, was one of our successful partnership with Harlequin um, and their authors over there. What was great about this time was uh, the author was very active in the development of this um, screenplay. So, you know, uh, in terms of character development and stuff like that, it was really fun to watch her um, notes coming in about, you know, what would motivate somebody to do this or that. And um, I really made it into a very strong project. Were the, uh, were the country wedding, was that also the the country Christmas country wedding that, that was also the, with Harlequin, right? Yes, and um, and we have a few more this season too. Uh, a, a Christmas recipe for romance, um, snowbound for Christmas, and um, I'm what am I? Oh, and and, and Christmas in Paris, which uh, we're excited. We actually shot a movie in Paris. <laughs> nice, yeah. I, and we had Justin uh, Justin Dyke, the director. We had him on the uh, the podcast uh before country wedding so it was really fun to get to talk to him uh because he did uh, a, a couple of these yeah Christmas. yeah and country wedding is was we we loved that it was um that was a no-brainer to uh, to continue their storyline yeah no i actually really liked it too because i i was worried when i when i heard about it i was like oh this is gonna be another movie about I don't know they they go back and forth and and like you don't really feel the connection between that between the couple uh, I, I'm trying to I feel like I've just seen a number of those kind of where you've got like the famous person and the not as famous person and it's just but I felt like what was refreshing about about that movie the very country wedding is that they never broke up they never had like that kind of conflict it was all very like she she knew who he was and accepted him for who he was i'm i have i'm not a big fan or how should i say it i've had my issues with uh the chesapeake shores show and one of the things that frustrates me is that in their relationship uh because trace is this country singer and then abby's is their relationship i can't buy into it because she doesn't accept him for who he is he's a singer he's gonna go on tour that's who he is and i felt like i felt like in the very country wedding it was so much better because she totally accepted him for who she knew exactly who she was marrying she and there was never any sense of like that she wanted to break up with him because of the other women or anything like that she was it was it was, it was compared to some other stuff that i've seen i really enjoyed it i thought you did a really good job 
with that dynamic, if that makes sense. You know what? And that is a real testament to our partners um, on the film, Brainpower and, and the development of that script, knowing those actors could deliver mm-hmm. that kind of performance. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of conversation about exactly what you talked about, you know, like why would she broke, break up with her? Like this is supposed to be a really strong bond here. Is she really going to fall for that? She knows what the lifestyle is like. And, yeah. and everything that you just said is, is a, a really big conversation with the writers and the director and the, the head of brain power who, um, who uh, makes all these wonderful movies for us. Um, so it's so nice to hear that because we really tried. And, and, the, and the question that we had was, we believe that deeper story is going to connect and give you a more satisfying watch than the, that typical, oh, we broke up, but yeah. now yeah. I'm having the second thought again and, and we're, we're back together kind of stuff that, you, that everybody's used to. Right, yeah, I, I agree, yeah. I'd like to take a second from our interview with Amy to talk about our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We're talking about Thrive Cosmetics. And right now you can get 15% off your first order by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash hallmarkies and entering code hallmarkies. That's Thrive Cosmetics, T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash hallmarkies. So it's instead of cosmetics, it's it's got C-A-U-S-E, cause medics uh we'll have the link in the description you definitely check it out and enter code hallmark is 15 percent off and you know as women we use a lot of different beauty products but sometimes we forget to pay attention uh what they're made of and the nice thing about thrive is the products are paraben and sulfate free and i just felt like they were so light and I, I felt like I was hardly wearing makeup at all, which I think is the ideal for makeup. And I've really been enjoying a product called Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlighting stick and it, it, it helps with my eyes because sometimes I have sleep problems and sometimes my eyes can look a little heavy. And I just felt when I put this on, it just brightened up my whole face, which is really nice and definitely helps you feel like you're in a good mood <laughs> for, for the day. It's also nice that it's vegan and cruelty free, uh, certified by Leaping Bunny and PETA. And for every product purchased, they donate to causes that help women uh, merge from homelessness, survive domestic abuse, fight cancer, really great causes that they try to contribute to. And right now, remember, you can get 50% off your first order going to thrivecosmetics.com slash hallmarkies and entering code hallmarkies. That's thrivecosmetics.com, T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash hallmarkies, enter code hallmarkies, 15% off. You'll really enjoy the product. So you already mentioned Rock and Roll Christmas. Uh, but you said it's about a mother and a daughter. Yes. Yep. So they were they were a singing duo, um, at really big. You know, in our heads we had like the Judds or you know something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And then had a huge falling out um, because the daughter um, fell in love with a drummer and and left and got married and tried to strike out on her own. Um, so yeah, they come back together and, um, you know, what's great about Beverly Mitchell and Catherine Mary Stewart is those two women can sing, um, which was a fun exercise in casting, um, to, to, you know, try to identify, um, people who could really deliver on multiple levels. And, uh, and so it's, it, it, it is a great film. Um, I'm very excited to, um, share that with everybody. 
yeah, I'm really looking forward to that for sure. Uh, so then there's Christmas cupcakes, and this is Cindy Busby, correct? Who we adore. Yep. Yeah. Yes, we are big Cindy Busby fans <laughs> at, this, uh, at this network. We've done um, uh, uh, Puppy for Christmas was the the first time we we had her on our air, and then um, she was actually in our uh, scripted dramedy uh, Date My Dad. Um, right, right. And she was terrific. Um, and she's been on Heartland, and and we we would we would be in the Cindy Busby business all day long. She's just <laughs> so delightful. Yeah, we love her as well. She was one of our early interviews, one of the first ones that uh, probably in our first ten uh, interviews that we ever did. So we love her as well, and uh, so that one will be will be fun. I assume it's something to do with some kind of baking competition or something like that. Christmas cupcakes. You, you guessed it. (laughs) A couple of sisters competing in that one. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That'll be really fun. I like Erin Karpluk as well. So that'll be a nice dynamic. And she's got a big, uh, a big show in Canada right now. Cool. Uh, So then Christmas recipe for romance. That sounds fun. Yes, yes. Well, you know, what's really funny is it always feels like um, this time of year, my whole household's watching Halloween baking wars and yeah, you, know, like, you start to roll in all, all those things that you, you have to watch, you know, as well. Um, but this really kind of capitalizes on that idea. And, um, and a, a competition comes to a small town and, and a girl who cannot cook at all, you know, takes that opportunity to try to um, earn some, earn the, the prize money. But unfortunately for her, a chef has checked in. Um, he's, he's had some scandal in his past and he's trying to lay low, but uh, pick the wrong town. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, so he ends up helping her in this kind of pro amateur competition. Oh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. And then we have a Christmas chalet, chalet. Uh, Eric Durant's who we love. She's amazing. Yeah. She's very real, you know, just, and, and that's everybody in this cast was like that. You just sink right into this um, storyline. She's recently divorced. Her daughter, teenage daughter blames her for it. And uh, so they're in a really hard place as they head into the holidays. Um, She's been uh, given this opportunity um, to be in this uh, chalet cabin um, for work um, to photograph it for the next year's uh, Christmas blog that that her uh, work does. And when they get there, um, they realize that it's been double booked because there's there's a a guy already there who had booked it so that he could finish his um, writing. He's a very famous writer. They discover this midway through while they're trying to throw him out of the house. And then they end up trying to, to work it out together and, and really heal each other in the process. I love the accidentally double books. Yes. <laughs> I think those are almost always gold. Yes. Yes. With, with opposites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love one of the most successful films out of Hallmark the last two years has been the one winter, one winter weekend and one winter proposal. Both of those were excellent. And that's how that whole got started is the, they both ended up preserving the same cabin or whatever at the resort. And I, I don't know, that's just a fun dynamic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, and these guys really pull it off in both the fun and the very, rewarding emotional way so yeah 
That sounds really good. Uh, so then you have Christmas in Paris. So did you actually shoot any of this in Paris or was it in We Canada? did um, in, in a, a couple of locations in France, actually, uh-huh. to a, a vineyard um, as well. And this is a lot of fun. This, this comes from a, a, a book with Harley Quinn. There's actually a series around, around this family. So we really focused in on this one particular storyline and this French multimillionaire, I, I'm wondering if it's a spoiler mm-hmm. alert to say, um, he, he is highly successful and there's a, there's a family that's incredibly wealthy in the U.S. Um, in similar industries uh, that are trying to forge a new relationship with his company um, to create uh, first a uh, men's fragrance, but but then beyond that, the scope of um, trying trying to partner their brands, and they want him to be the face of it. They're flying him out to try to convince him, but not all is as it seems because this family has real reasons that they've been trying for years to forge a bond with him, and he's been really resistant. Um, I think because I don't know what's in the in the description, I don't want to ruin it for people, but yeah. there's to this story than meets the eye and um and she uh our lead uh rebecca dalton has been the face of this um the u.s family's um cosmetic empire for years she um she was a teenage model and then she stepped away from it uh because she just didn't want to she wanted to have you know be behind the camera so she's their art director now she works for daphne zuniga who is the um leading the fortune family fortune and yeah so we'll we'll discover there's a little bit of a mystery element in this one on on why exactly he's so resistant to partnering with them nice yeah i loved it daphne zuniga she was like the the queen of hallmark in like 2012 <laughs> you know like early and she's just a really fun stuff and rebecca dalton is on uh it's on good witch was on good witch mm-hmm. and we like so that's fun and yeah that'll be really really cool to see paris and all that in, in our in our in our male lead um carl Land, landler is is french so i and that was oh. a big actor in france so uh really excited to have him uh you know be authentic <laughs> in our- yeah no fake fake accent (laughs) that's really cool yeah i'm not familiar with him so that'll be fun to to get to see him yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that for sure and then we have snowbound for christmas this is fun this was Mm -hmm. this was a script that came in nearly perfect as well we were like okay well we ought to do this but there's a um a young marketing exec um who's brand new to a company that's pitching for a, a major renovation at a villa project. And um, so, so she uh, is selected to go with the owner of the company and lead architect to try and pitch these, um, these villa owners on their project. Uh, and they're, they're going to meet at this ski resort that he had redone. Um, when they get up there, along with um, his co-architect, who was a former girlfriend, um, it, the, the three of them are going up. It's very uncomfortable for everybody, um, but they get snowed in and nobody else can come in. So while they're trapped there, it's, uh, it, it's a little bit of hijinks and um, trying to figure out who really has the, the real relationship in the mix of those three. So it's fun for, it was fun for us because it felt like, you know, and, uh, 
in a lot of these Christmas movies, you'll see like somebody breaks up and then they go back and they meet a, an old flame and then the, the broken up guy comes back and you're like, oh, what's it gonna happen now? I think I know what's gonna happen now. But um, with this one, we loved it because right from the beginning, you know that there is a love triangle and there's a new romance that might develop, but it's got to develop despite the fact that the scary ex-girlfriend is still around. So um, we mm. felt like that was a lot of fun. So That's always a fun uh, trope when they're uh, caught in the, uh, the house yeah. or the cabin or the yeah. whatever, or the snow. <laughs> And this one, what's what's so much fun about it is that this this uh, this was the grand opening of this um, ski resort. So they they have loaded up everything. They have all this food. They have like the spa is ready. The this the that. So so all that staff is snowed in with them. So these guys are treated like kings and queens because they're like, let's wait on you hand and foot because there's nobody else here. Yeah yeah. Oh my gosh, that. Is, sounds really good and a really diverse cast which is exciting yes yes we were so excited to get henderson wade in um which people people know him for a million little things and then our our lead actress um uh Zarin, she was in um in our christmas with a prince last year and we just loved her performance so we were really excited to bring her in as the lead here cool that sounds great uh so then christmas wedding runaway <laughs> yeah. that sounds interesting what's that yep yeah, yeah. um this was originally titled cold feet at christmas oh i like that but uh uh two sisters uh one is about to get married and then has the you know the biggest panic attack of her life um and runs out on her uh wedding day which is you know a few days before christmas uh goes up to her grandmother's to hide and you know, meets her old boyfriend um, along the route while still in her wedding dress and trying to explain that. Um, and, uh, and then tries to figure out what she's going to do from there. Her sister is also trying to help her out and, and be the decoy while, you know, with the aftermath of the groom and um, their kind of kooky parents. Uh, but it all works out in the end. Everybody ends up happy in the end. And that's the point of a Christmas movie, right? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 Christmas at Holly Lane. It was that that I think that honestly was probably pushing it as much as you possibly could yes, yes. as far as that. But it still ended up happy, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds that sounds fun. I love a good runaway bride story. Yep. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, all right, and then the last one I'm very curious about is this baby in a manger. Mm-hmm. Is so is this does this have faith-based elements or is it from a standpoint of that's that's really the starting point of this is that they're they're in this situation where they are celebrating the real reason for the season and then while they're in the midst of that there's just the surprise of oh my goodness there is a real baby here Uh and and so a a child care a child services worker and um and a cop really team up to try to figure out like to take care of the child and figure out where do they go from here. So um, it's not, it's, it's not necessarily as um, deep, you know, faith as, as uh, some of the stuff that we will throw into the mix through throughout some of the other library titles that we have, Uh but it it starts there. Well, that sounds really good because uh, there, there's just so little that even, 
<laughs> there's so little even nativities these days in yeah. Christmas movies uh, that they're just completely secular, which is fine. But it's it's nice to have one that uh, when I saw that I was like, ooh, that looks interesting. That looks different. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I um, when when we see them pop up, it, it does pique our interest because I think that um, when we're trying to balance out our season. Um, it is nice to have something that really does connect on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it definitely makes it very unique uh, because, I don't know, you want, it's Christmas. You should mm-hmm. at least have some acknowledgement somewhere on, on what it's actually, the real purpose of it is. So I'm definitely looking forward to to this one. I, I don't think I know any of the actors that, well but uh it'll be it'll be fun to see them to to get to watch it that'll be their the last one of your season it will be and it's running on christmas eve oh perfect oh Mm. my gosh that will be great well i'm definitely really looking forward to all of these movies it's gonna be fun to cover them and uh, i think you've gotten a really diverse little group of 10 movies i i'm i'm very impressed with what uh, you were able to, some that look really funny, some that look heartfelt. I think you did a good job creating your 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 lineup. So it's going to be a fun fun Christmas season. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, and and thank you for uh, validating what we tried very hard to do. The other thing that you're amazing <laughs> about is you're so articulate and and so in tune with um, what we have tried to do with our with our movies through the years. Um, so it, it, it really makes me feel good that, okay, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a very busy time for all of us, but yeah, we're going to try to cover as many of the uh, non Hallmark Christmas movies as we can. We're going to try to cover all 10 of the, uh, of the movies, uh, but we'll keep you posted because we're going to end up grouping your movies with you know other movies that are non-Hallmark. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on when we have those recaps. But uh, it's got a lot to look forward to. And I feel like it's really cool because every channel kind of has... It's, it's crazy because you just think that Christmas movies, they're all going to be the same. And I know to some people, they, they sometimes feel that way, that they're all the same, but they're really not. There's actually quite a bit of difference and. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season. It's a little overwhelming, but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is your fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, very good. Well, so how can people follow you guys, your webpage, all that kind of fun stuff? Oh, well, um, to figure out how to find us on, um, on the variety of providers, if you yes. go up to up uh, there is a channel finder on there and you can just type in, I think your zip code or something, I think they asked for, mm-hmm. and it'll let you know the variety of different, um, yeah, uh, providers that have us and where, where we are on the dial. Um, we'll probably have, you know, several of these up on VOD as well, but Sunday nights, uh, at seven are the premiere, um, is the premiere slot for us. They do repeat again the same night at, um, at 11. And if they want to follow us on, on uh, Facebook and Twitter, um, you know, we're uptv.com or um, at uptv. 
and uh, and we'll be putting out the information um, all the time about what's coming on. Oh, and also I should mention that um, a lot of our um, actors and actresses are, are um, scheduled for Facebook Lives with our fans, um, and th those schedules will be up both on digital and on social too, so people can download them and know when they can chat with, um, you know, anybody that they like. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And and when did you say you're doing the Gilmore Marathon? It is uh, Sunday, November twenty fourth. Um, it kicks off that night after, um, after I think Christmas cupcakes, right? Um, so at nine o'clock okay. then it goes through the following Sunday, um, and ends at seven o'clock as a lead into Christmas chalet. Great. Well, we're definitely looking forward to that and we'll have a links for all of that in the description section. So make sure to check it out and let us know if you're listening, what looks the most exciting to you about these 10 movies. We would love to hear and we'll talk about it in the comment section or on Twitter, that would be great. And thanks so much, Amy. This is always such a treat to get to talk with you and congratulations on getting your, your slate and, and an early Merry Christmas for, for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And start, start your uh, cocoa and maybe add a little caffeine. Yes. Okay, <laughs> we'll do. I will. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. And yeah, we'll have to, We'll have to touch base again next year. Sounds perfect. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you again. And like I said, everybody check out the links in the description and we'll talk to you later. And uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Really like to thank Amy for coming on the podcast. She's such a wonderful, dynamic female leader of a company like UpTV. So it's really great to talk with her. And I'm really excited about their slate. I hope you guys are too. So let us know your thoughts. You can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media and iTunes and YouTube. So check that out. And you can follow the podcast, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and give us your thumbs up on the episode. We really appreciate that. And please consider becoming a patron of the channel. We're going to be doing tons of work over the holidays and we just so appreciate uh, the patrons that we have and we try to give lots of fun perks and exclusives. So definitely uh, please check that out. All the information will be in the description section. So thanks again and we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>